welcome to By the Way, a Bramley podcast. I'm Laura Lomas, your host. And today we have big energy, amazing women, incredible talent to share with you today. Sister Strings, Monique and Shanti, unbelievably wonderful human beings. I love them so much. And I hope that you enjoy this too. It really, I don't even know what to say to introduce this. So here you go. Enjoy. Welcome, Sister Strings, Shanti and Monique. We are absolutely thrilled to be able to talk to you today. And I just want to start like right back at the beginning, because I've done a little bit of research on you guys. So I, I know that you come from a family of five, but take it away. Like, tell me how you came to be doing these incredible string instruments and arrangements. And um, we'll talk about Brandy and where that like later. Right now, I just really want to focus on you guys. <laughs> Um, Shanti and I were the two youngest of the five children, and uh, our parents homeschooled us and put us all in music lessons incredibly early. Um, Shanti likes to say she was copying off our oldest sister with requesting violin because she was the first one to start with the strings. Um, and of course, I mean, as little sisters do, I also copied <laughs> and we got our first violins at three and five. Oh, wow. Um, really I started young. piano at three. Um, but my first string instrument was at five. Shanti's at three. Um, for Christmas, we got our little tiny violins. <laughs> so, so why, why did your parents choose to homeschool you? What was the motivation behind that? It started with our older siblings, like before I was even born. And this is Shanti now, the sweet, precious baby. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, they were in, we were from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and they were in Milwaukee public schools. And my mom being the very involved, outspoken woman, mother that she is, was noticing my, our, one of our siblings was falling behind. And so she just like ended up just homeschooling uh for that reason because she was seeing her kids not receive the education that she knew they should be receiving so she was like i got this <laughs> which is nuts because there were five of us and then, and we also both of our parents are ministers um my mom did a lot of uh going into prison work and working with a lot of like moms who were coming in, um out of prison getting working to get their kids back and things like that so we had like a lot of kids around like cousins family and music was like always a huge part of of like everything growing up all of my siblings are musical um my dad used to sing in like uh, a sibling group himself when he was a kid he has five no brothers. Way. yeah he has five brothers so the ross boys in milwaukee wisconsin were like singing in everybody's like baptist church <laughs> like throughout the state oh. like the midwest area growing up um uh, he doesn't sing now. I mean, like, you suffer, like, in church and things of that nature. But, uh, yeah, music's just always been a big part of our lives since forever. <laughs> That's extraordinary. It sounds like almost an idyllic childhood in that regard. <laughs> you know what? I have no complaints. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> we had a great childhood. I believe it. <laughs> sounds like it. It sounds like your mother's a powerhouse as well. <laughs> oh, Deborah Ross does not play, honey. She is incredible. <laughs> She is something else. And dad's she just right along there. So proud of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, she is. She's amazing. Both her and my dad have always been the most important, uh, important and crucial support system that we've had. Absolutely. We're super blessed to, to have 
parents that care that deeply about us, especially when we're grown and they were like, what are you guys doing for a good couple of years there <laughs> after college? <laughs> yeah, Mom, can you pay my rent this month? <laughs> like, seriously, like there was a couple of times it was like, guys, my cell phone might not be on this month. And they were like, girl, here. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, that's adorable. Wow. So, all right. So you had this idyllic childhood, this homeschool situation, lots of people around, lots of kids around, lots of music around. What was the kind of the glue that held you guys all together? Because there could easily be somebody who's like, screw this. I I hate this. I want out. Like, clearly there was something really like formative in there that was keeping you guys all together, you know? We had fun. (laughs) Honestly, it was so fun. And making music, I mean, like, yes, music lessons and practicing isn't always that fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had lots of opportunities to be able to, like, create our own sounds. And, uh, like, improv in church or uh, just jam with our siblings. Um, and it was a lot of fun. And also my mom, when we requested to play an instrument, you kind of had to, you had to commit and say, like, I will play this instrument until I'm 18. Cause they're like, if we're gonna put our money and invest all this time into all these instruments, I mean, it's a lot of money for all these kids. Yeah. And we all played like three plus, like we're in lessons for three plus instruments. And uh, so knowing that we have that, so it really wasn't an option to quit. Like you better make some fun out of it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I think that really helped. There was also a time where all of our siblings, we were all in a group together. So Monique and I are the youngest two of five. And so I have our, my oldest brother, Ricky, and my only brother. <laughs> um, oh, really? All girls? Yep. And then Rakina uh, is the oldest sister, and then Sharice, and then it's Monique, and then myself. And uh, we were all playing together growing up. And then Ricky went off to college did his own thing and then Rakina went off to college and did her own thing because after he left it was the four girls and we were called sisters of praise and we were a string quartet and we spelled <laughs> praise with a z in there oh i love it <laughs> <laughs> that's so great there's always we always had to like <laughs> and so then Rakina she played viola and uh Charisse and i were the violinist and when it was the cellist that was our quartet we would also sing and stuff we'd play like in schools and churches yeah. Flute quartet. <laughs> Libraries. We also had a flute quartet at the time. Oh my oh, God. Wow. Mom dressed us exactly like she would like even make these dresses sometimes, like in the earlier days. Uh, but then Rakina left. She went to college. And then Sharice left and went to college. Everybody started marrying and having kids and stuff. And then Monique and I, being the last two, we're only two years apart. So we're closer in age than everyone. We've always been kind of like clumped together, the two of us. And uh, so we both went to school for music. Um, violin performance for me and cello Cello performance but like when we came back from college we were like we started kind of like playing gigs around in town uh in milwaukee when we went back there's a really lovely um uh indie art scene that's there um that we hadn't been able to take part in because as awesome as our childhood was it was very like it was very we were very protected sheltered sheltered yeah yeah yeah. um which i totally get because mom and dad were doing so much work with a lot of people from a lot of places so they're really really intentional about where their kids were and where they were spending their time and like making sure that we were all right which 
I completely appreciate um, yeah. about that boy. But it turned out to them being a little bit strict. <laughs> so we didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know like, that there was this cool like music scene happening. I wasn't like playing in bands and stuff when I was in high school and stuff. It was like, you go to music class and you go back home. But like all this like long thing to say that like Monique and I came back and and uh, started exploring that scene and exploring our sound. And we were like, okay, we've always been like the Ross girls or sisters of praise, but we had to be like, this is something different. Mm. Uh, we started to play with like singer songwriters and rappers and like, you know, like different types of things. And so we were like, what, what would we call ourselves? And then it was like, sister strings. And then, <laughs> that was the one word. No space. No space. One word. I love it. <laughs> So wait, so when you were when you were playing music um, prior to going to college, what kind of music were you playing? And then when you went into college, did you start to like expand your repertoire or were you always playing all kinds of different sounds? Well, go ahead. Um, it was a lot of classical. It was heavy, heavily classical before college. Um, but we also like we always grew up playing in church. Mm -hmm. So gospel music and mm -hmm. And putting our our voices into gospel music was always something that we grew up with. Always, like I just I don't remember a time where that wasn't a thing. Mm. Um, just like uh, so, it was, I would say heavily classical, heavily gospel. Um, in college, I mean, well, Shanti speaks to a time where she started exploring with other sounds. Um, I would always just like to jam. And I think that's where it kind of was like, okay, I could play music on on this friend's thing, or we can play music on this friend's thing. Um, and then coming back to Milwaukee, I think that was more so the growing period where it was like really exploring more so out of both classical and gospel. When mm -hmm. Shanti speaks about us finding our sound, it was just mm -hmm. like really having to explore because we had so many um, influences of music from all the years of so many different genres. Um, so yes, very different. <laughs> Do you feel that the classical background kind of sets you up to be able to play many different genres? Like, is that a good underpinning for all of that? Did that give you the confidence to be able to just experiment? Yes and no. <laughs> like okay, almost, almost equally. Uh, I would say yes, because physically and technically it set me up to be able to like play anything anywhere. Like if I could play a like 12 page Bach Chaconne memorized, like that is like literally some of the hardest music in the world. Like if I could play that, you better believe I can jam on your one, five, four chord song, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? So yes, in that way, um, as far as what kind of steered me personally away from the classical conservatory route, which is what I was on going like all the way from elementary to through college. Um, what was the like the lack of freedom or mm. I, I might have felt in, in that certain genre. I just felt like there wasn't really a space for me to be genuine about who I was as an artist in the classical setting. Mm. Um, so I struggled a lot with that um in, in college and trying to figure out like what does that mean because uh, i love music i love this instrument that i that i've been playing since i was longer than i could do anything but breathe really um 
<laughs> and poop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and eat. <laughs> right? All good things. <laughs> but I'm like, what does this mean for like my career? I know I'm going to like play this thing. Like I was thinking I was going to be like a classical solo violinist when I was a child. That's who Shanti Ross wanted to be growing up. And it's like, it's not that at all now. Um, and like there was rifts even between my professor and I in college when I decided not to go to grad school or not to audition for an orchestra. Like he didn't come to my senior recital after that. It was like they kind of like write you off. Oh my like, god! The world yeah. if you expand in any type of way or just like take How a rigid, very rigid. Yeah. You see. <laughs> so for that, for that, I would say no because I know a lot. I've been in a number of situations with other string players where we've had to like come up with something really quick, like maybe like improv or the music's not there. Heaven forbid, what will we play? And they're like, just like pad that, like pad the chords, just hold on, hold on, you know. Uh, which is why I love playing with Kyleen and Josh, um, because that's a super unique experience of like yes. folks who've been like trained classically that also have an ear and that freedom that mm. is not really in this genre of music of this instrument. Yeah, it's it's a, a really special thing. Not everyone has that. So I would say like a lot of times it blocks people from even being able the best classical violinist, if you put them in like a rock band and you tell them to play, they're going to melt. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> Tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of interesting because I'm thinking about, you know, my son plays the cello and he's played since he was um, in third grade because he went to Waldorf school and they kind of force it on the children. Um, but so I know a little bit in, uh, about <laughs> it, but it feels like the rigidity of classical music forces the listener to hear something beyond the notes to try and tell if it's a good piece or a not good piece, you know, because people are technical, right? They can be technically mm -hmm. good, but it doesn't touch you. Whereas mm -hmm. another one could be technically good, but it does touch you. So there's mm -hmm. something, there's another something else. And it sounds mm -hmm. like that's the piece, that freedom piece that they, that classical musicians don't have, that you guys have been able to like totally plug into in a way that's more expressive. Am I right? Am I understanding this correctly? I would agree to my college professor's credit. Like one of the ways that I was able to even work with him and why we were so close to begin with was because he realized that about me that I couldn't just like talk to you about technique of violin just for technique's sake. Ew, boring. He'd be like, what are you trying to say in this piece? And I'd be like, well, here I feel like it's like, you know, it's like super sad. I'm like kind of heartbroken. Okay, you need like a longer bow like for that and like t talk to me about like why like how why do you want to make the sound okay great here's how to do it so that's yeah. kind of how he approached it with me which not i didn't have that all the time most of the time i did all of my private professors and teachers growing up i was incredibly blessed with they were really <laughs> awesome like the ones that i saw every week for like four hours a week those ones and then it was like the other ones at like math festivals <laughs> and other things that would say crazy it's a lot <laughs> That's a, that's a really interesting world, that conservatory <laughs> You read between the lines. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> so this, the, you know, you, the word freedom keeps coming up, you know, and I keep thinking that, that that, from what I was listening to today, I was listening to your music before we were talking, and that's the word I would use to describe it. There, and whether you're playing with Paul Mulvey, or is that his name? I can't remember. Peter, Peter, Peter Mulvey, mm -hmm. or, you know, obviously with Brandy, you elevate the whole vibe of the piece in a way that I don't think anything other than the strings could do that. There's a literal vibration that you're bringing into it 
that kind of elevates it up and it it's so much oh. more accessible it's so much more oh. fun you know i love that thank you so much <laughs> ah that's beautiful i love that you said it's so much more accessible like that's a huge part of like why and how i can make music is because i'm like why should i feel ousted from the classical music scene just because i want to play other types of music that's not right you know and like we i could maybe we should leave this topic soon because i could go on and on about the conservatory <laughs> yeah. of classical music but it's really so beautiful as well and like even though i play other music i still love to wake up in the morning and listen to my rachmaninoff and oh, get the day absolutely. started i love to go back and like sight read and i like play these these different kinds of music it keeps me on my toes and it keeps me sharp um and it's part of my foundation as a musician and as an artist and i hate that it's so exclusive to so many folks who look like me, um, mm -hmm. so many folks who don't look like me, but we carry some of the same qualities together as a human being, you know what I'm saying? And I just, I, I think that's messed up. So I love that you said that. That's really a huge part of like how notes come out of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't that cool? I'm thinking now as well, like you guys are so flamboyant and, and present and just, <laughs> charming and fun and wonderful you know is that part of like the kind of breaking out of that kind of rigidity that maybe you had to deal with when you were younger or is this just this is who I am you know <laughs> take it or leave it definitely nope. who we are was born <laughs> this way came out the womb saying, <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, like literally we were just watching some home videos uh with our family and seeing like memories obviously that we don't remember because we were so little uh but wow my parents had five children and then shanti and i came out like ah, ah, ah! like uh yeah uh, i think what is beautiful is our parents definitely always raised us to be ourselves mm. And they knew that, like, the upbringing and, like, first of all, us being homeschooled, we were just with our family, and then they put us in extracurricular music activities. But more often than not, we were, like, the, not only the only Black girls, but some of the only Black people, yeah. um, like, wow. programs. And them raising us just, like, be confident in who you are, love who you are, like, you know, and, like, that has carried through mm -hmm. to just, just, be yourself it's much more fun that way rather you know and us having each other has always definitely helped me so i'm like hey there's somebody else who's gonna be absolutely ridiculous with me and know what i'm <laughs> saying or how i'm feeling or it's a great thing <laughs> do you feel a responsibility towards you know other you know people of color who want to get into music as some sort of like you know you're a, a symbol a role model mm. i I don't know that I feel a sense of responsibility, but I do understand and appreciate the power of representation mm -hmm. and that we are a huge part of that for the string community. Mm -hmm. I understand that. I understand that responsibility, but like responsibility sometimes feels like a heavy word to me, so I reject yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but like I I think it's I think it's incredible and empowering. 
and, and, and beautiful um, that I have this extra thing that's part of my why, of why why we make music and like do things. I, I think it's lovely. It's my favorite thing when we're like, when any child uh, is like super excited about, about playing music and they see that coming from this like pink haired, like loud lady, <laughs> you know, and they're like, that seems awesome. I want to do that thing. I'm like, hell yeah, you do. You like, make it cool. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So, so first of all, I think your parents must be amazing human beings because you two are just so wonderful. Um, <laughs> um, so you get, you get, where did you guys go to college? Like, how did that, where did you go and what, what, ha what came after that? Well, I went to the University of Michigan. This is Shanti. And I, I was there for five years for my undergrad, which was incredible. And I'll tell you why it took me five years to get this degree instead of four or three, as some of my friends did. I'm like, what the hell are y'all doing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, it was like the maybe like last two years of college for me, I was really like, that's when it started to hit me that I wasn't going to go the classical route at all. And so I'm like nearing the end of college experience. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to like get a job. <laughs> like, 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 what's happening? But like, also I gotta figure this out. And I like kind of stopped going to classes. No, I stopped going to classes except for the orchestra, like anything music related. Uh, anytime I was like physically playing, I was at those classes. And I like maybe like go to one of the other ones a week just to kind of like spread it out. And uh, <laughs> and I stayed in my apartment. And, um, and I just like smoked a ton of weed and I just played music. I just would put on like uh, different songs on like YouTube or just like let a playlist of any kind go through and just play along with it. And that started to feel like soul filling to me, mm -hmm. like whatever, um, anything other. And it was getting the spark back because I had none. It was like I had like some tremor in my hand like that I started going through where uh -huh. like I, anytime I would hold a long note, no matter what, it would just be like, doo -doo -doo, and my would be like, doo -doo 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 -doo. Oh, and it was like for like a whole year. It was like this mental block that I just had. There was nothing I could do about it. <laughs> like, wow. It was awful. <laughs> and like, so the, I finally started to like find my confidence and like love for music again around that time. Then I graduated. I went back home to Wisconsin, <laughs> went back yeah. to my parents' house, and Monique was there too. And she come back. She'd had. Uh, her little daughter, Brandon. Oh yeah, I'll tell my story now. Yeah, um, okay. So, yeah, I um, I started at Wheaton College in Wheaton, Illinois, because um, all of our older siblings prior to me going to college all went to Christian or religious schools. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I guess in my head, I kind of thought that was a prerequisite. My parents never said it. And I also never asked. I just assumed. Um, so I was like, well, I guess Wheaton because they have a strong music program and. Uh, but it was not a fit. So mm -hmm. I transferred to uh, UW-Madison where um, I had, I loved my cello professor there. And um, I ended up uh, uh, pregnant with my daughter while in college. And I remember going to my cello lesson, like- <laughs> That's gonna be hard to play a cello with a belly. I'm horrified. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm like pregnant. My career's gonna be over, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. And I remember him telling me, he was like, Monique, like if you wanna still do this professionally you absolutely can he's like you have the skills yes it's going to be harder but like work and like do it and that always kind of has set in my head because there's so many professors like i mean who would not <laughs> do you know it's kind of just like okay yeah, well, my teacher dropped me just because i didn't like it so that was incredible for him to even just like calm me down 
Monique, you're good enough. Just like work hard. And yes, it's going to be harder because you're out here as a single mom in college being like, what am I doing? <laughs> um, and that was something that really did keep me driving. And uh, then obviously coming back with Chauncey and us figuring it out. Um, I mean, Chauncey helped me raise this baby. We lived together with like a small little child, you know, Aww. and uh, we've like built sister strings. And, and now the child thinks she's smarter and wiser than us all, which one day she will be. <laughs> How old is she? She's 11. She's oh, 11. God, and she's gorgeous. Tours <laughs> with us and. She loves being part of the whole like Carlisle kid tribe. Oh, I'm <laughs> running around. It's yeah. really quite beautiful. I had um, to fight like a tinge of jealousy because she was like, um, I was saying something and I heard her say, Auntie Brandy, like in like this just like very like <laughs> oh, and I was like, I'm your favorite auntie. I'm your favorite auntie. <laughs> Don't you forget. <laughs> Don't you ever forget. Blood is thickest. <laughs> Oh, that's adorable. I didn't realize you had a daughter. What's her name? Braylon. Braylon. Braylon is my little sweetheart. And she's, she, uh, honestly, she fell in love with Brandy's music, which is hilarious because Braylon doesn't really care for things that we're interested in. Nope. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, and, uh, I put her in guitar lessons because she's like, I want to play the guitar. And now she's in voice lessons. She wants to be a singer-songwriter. She's been writing her own songs. She has a beautiful voice. She has a beautiful voice. And And getting tips from, like, small-town strings on, like, her finger-picking. Oh, it's really absolutely adorable. Oh, God. Don't you just love the way this whole, that community just embraces everybody? It's like, come on, there's one big family. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Wow, that's beautiful. So, since we're talking about Brandy, let's kind of Talk about that for a second. So I read that you kind of met her through Allison Russell, right? So is that the is that the connection? And how yes. did you, how did you meet Allison? Okay. Oh, we, this is a good story. Met, yeah, it is a great story. We met Allison like what would it be Many five years, years ago. ago now, eight years More. ago, a long time. It was a long time ago. I think Ida, who is now nine, was like one year ago at the time she was, uh, she was like two or three something like Maybe that two or three. so we met when they still lived in chicago mm-hmm. and we were in milwaukee and we all were playing this gig at um cafe carp which is in fort atkinson wisconsin and um it was just a vibe we really like we clicked we are just hanging out in the green room and we we're like oh this is so cool we should like do something sometime as and as happens more often than not, nothing happens because everyone's busy. And yeah. then we saw yeah. all of them again in Appleton, Wisconsin, at the same festival. We played right before them. We were like, "Oh my goodness, birds of Chicago!" So exciting. Our friend Peter Mulvey was quite good friends with them. And when we moved to Nashville, sent out an email to um, JT and Allie, letting them know that Sister Strings was moving because when we moved, we had no plans. Like, let's just work our butts off and get connected as, like, hopefully we can, mm-hmm. um, which I'm so happy it worked out. Like, looking back, I don't know how. I just wish I could just, like, replay it, record it, because everything was just crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely bonkers. <laughs> um uh, so Jay, uh, he sends an email to JT, uh, which is Allison's partner. And um, he did not respond until June. He showed us this. We just like went over this like a couple weeks ago. He didn't respond for like months. And oh, no. he responded in June, which happened to be the month we actually moved to Nashville. And uh, he like sends a text uh, 
uh, Shanti and I had just pulled back into like a Home Depot, like getting stuff to move into my new house. And we're sitting in the driveway and I was like, JT sent a text and he was wondering if I want to play with Allison. I'm like, hell yes. Oh, Which was crazy because on that ride was the first time I listened to Outside Child all the way through. Because Monica was like, yo, Shanti, like Allison Russell's new album is like bonkers. You got to listen to it. Like the whole time we were packing and moving. And I hadn't listened to <laughs> you it. You guys yet. conjured this. <laughs> Straight up. It's like we get back. Like, I listened to the album for the first full time through. And then, like, that was my punishment. I did not get the call. Monique got the call. <laughs> Monique got the call. And they were like, we would love to have you both. But we're just, like, starting it out and figuring it out, you know? So, like, uh, cello. And it was funny because Allison had two cellos. So I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why not get the violin? But it was beautiful. Keep going, though. <laughs> so they, they asked me to play. So I played, which was amazing and beautiful. Um, and then that led us to Newport Folk Festival. And Allison and Brandy were singing Beautiful Noise together. And uh, Larissa Maestro, Love and Adore, the other cellist in the group, she had made parts uh, for Beautiful Noise, um, which were beautiful parts. But I was like, for this, I think that we should each just take a solo during their verses so we could just like have a cello shine moment. And uh, so we did that. And then Brandy, while she's singing, she turns around and looks at me and I was like, yeah, it's made something party. <laughs> and then after we got off the stage, she asked if I toured. And I was like, absolutely, I toured. And I was like, I have a sister, Shanti. And uh, like gave her a card. And Catherine's like, give me that card. Brandy will lose it. And <laughs> so I was like, I'll give them both the card. So I gave them both the card and we didn't hear for a couple months. And then we finally got an email asking if we wanted to be part of the band. We were like, uh, hell yes, we do. <laughs> and Girls Just Wanna two years ago was our first gig with them in Mexico. <laughs> you went in at the deep end. <laughs> it was it was absolutely nuts. <laughs> that was oh, our yeah. first gig. We were like, oh, what? The God. Fuck? All those different songs too, because they're not all her songs and all yep. ladies of the eighties and all of yes. that. Oh my God. Uh, it was wild. That's insane. <laughs> I, you know, I was part. I was at that Tanglewood show when um Actually, I met you guys backstage. That's the the one time we've met was backstage at the Tanglewood show, ah! um, and you guys did that uh, arrangement for was it was it Sinner Saints and Fools? Mm-hmm. And I so the reason I'm mentioning that is because I've seen Brandy look at you like that because I was at the you know the <laughs> VIP and you guys did it. And she was like, "What did you just do?" She couldn't believe it. <laughs> so I've seen you shock her. <laughs> <laughs> we love to shock Brandy. It's hard to do. It's hard to do, so you got to get it right. (laughs) Honestly, I mean, talk about divine intervention here, all like the whole time. What a what a place to land, Mexico, playing with Brandy, you know, through Allison. I mean, it's 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 a magical story. Yeah, and at that time we were. I had gotten picked up by Allison too. So we were both touring with Allison. And then last year we toured most of the year full-time touring with Allison oh. and Brandy. Oh my God, you must have been exhausted. <laughs> oh, we almost fell apart, but we, we kept it together. It's the beauty of this uh, community and folks that really understand like, okay, you've got to take time and space and figure these things out and everybody was so gracious when we were like falling apart and like kind of getting it together it's just it's really truly a community um that we've 
fallen into here, which is something I was really afraid of not finding when we left Milwaukee. We'd really built something special there. I have a tattoo on my arm called Magic Family, which is uh, some of my family from Milwaukee, where we all kind of started um, our projects the same year when Sister Strings started. Um, and a lot of us are still like working and, you know, trying to figure it out and as the artist life, especially as an indie artist is, is a tough one. Um, and I was really afraid that we wouldn't find that community when we moved to a bigger city, you know, of folks who were like doing the things that we'd all been dreaming about and to be able to be in this space and to have that still with really genuine people is yeah. a true, true blessing. I, I know for a fact it is not the case in every space. <laughs> well, but, you know, I'm, I'm hearing the story from the earlier to, when we were talking and you're talking about the community that your family created with all the kids and everything. So you had that, like, that's, that's like a vibration that's inside you guys about community and, and that mm -hmm. kind of being in a, in a, in a group of connected human beings. And then you created Absolutely. it elsewhere. And no wonder you, you know vibed with brandy so much you know there's there's that unspoken stuff that you guys are similar you know you have a similarity mm. in there and of course those things magnetize they find each other don't they yeah so it seems really absolutely. natural listening to your story in a linear way that you would be with them <laughs> that's so beautiful <laughs> <laughs> it makes perfect sense to me anyway <laughs> yes. that's wonderful wow so what have been like what are the things that have just dropped your jaw? Like, I can't believe this is happening in my world right now. Um, singing with Mavis Staples. <gasps> uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you don't need to say um, anything else. <laughs> right? What, Mo? My memories just showed me like a week ago that we met Fonz, like the Fonz, like a year ago. That was bonkers. Oh, oh yeah. And he was so sweet and kind to everyone. Oh, and he remembered our names and stuff. Oh, my God. He was so great. Wait, where did you meet him? Uh, It was, we played the Greek in L.A. The Greek in L.A., yeah. yeah with Brandy, yep. Um, oh, almost falling into Joni Mitchell right before she <laughs> <laughs> went out at the gorge <laughs> because I was trying to sneak my ass on the stage <laughs> and they told me to get off. They're like, no, no, Shanti, there's no chairs. I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I have to stand in the corner. Just let me kneel down. I'll sit on the floor. <laughs> and so I like, so I'm like turning around and I like spin to do it like quickly. So I'm out of the way, you know? And then uh, there goes Joni Mitchell. <laughs> and I'm like, she like, we like have eye contact and we lock eyes. And I'm like, oh, hello. And I'm like, that's the, she's like, hey. And I was like, you're incredible. She goes, you're incredible. And I was like, ah. And then like off, and then Brandy's like, Joni Mitchell. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> like, you're standing what? there staggered yes yeah. <laughs> bang her face off which was we were there at newport which was another job dropping draw. yeah um and that was so incredible and powerful we were on stage for that one that's why i was like trying to get my ass on there again you know um and so i was sitting right behind her at that time monique and i and kyleen we were all like right yep. gosh like sitting on the couch it, just to see both of those shows and like how they were so completely different were, oh was God. incredible. I was talking to Brandy afterwards. I was like, was she singing like that? Like in rehearsals, like I saw like one of the sound checks, but I missed the next one. Cause I was sleeping and she was like, everybody was like, no, 
this happened like in that moment just like boom and like like parts, and people power. were singing the nights before in rehearsal they just like dropped out and just like made the space for her so beautifully that she took you know and i'm like the power of music oh, you're not oh my god is like wow. freaking nuts so that was there's been so many oh so any linux jaw dropping moment i like <laughs> in the door how many times <laughs> is she as just like goddess like as she appears nope. <laughs> i was like i would kneel down if i ever saw her i think i'd just be on the ground oh my god i tried to like introduce myself to her and this is like after rehearsal you know I was, i'm shanti i play violin with brandy and she was like oh honey we've met and i was like oh i didn't tell you my name and all that stuff she was like but we've experienced each other's presence before and i was like yes we did just sing that song together like usually folks like don't pay attention to like you know background yeah. singer. Like, yeah hey brandy you know like they catch up and talk and then like keep it moving and she was like so present and oh, there for like, yeah. each and every one of us she was like yeah no, we've experienced each other's presence you were singing and oh. the, i was like yes i was oh okay yes that's gracious <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> oh amazing that's what extraordinary wow i mean this the ride that you're on is like fast forward <laughs> there's no slowing down it's like just no one jaw-dropping experience after another <laughs> boom 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 <laughs> wow are there yeah. any things coming up that you're super excited about Pink tour, oh. touring stadiums this summer. Are you kidding? <laughs> um. Also, Shanti, I got nominated for Americana Instrumentalist of the Year. You did. So yes, we, we did. did. We got nominated. So we'll find <laughs> out in September. September. Oh, that's um, congratulations! Thank, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, that's huge. We're so we'll so find excited. out on television in September. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you know, everybody's going to be watching that and sending every bit of juju that we've got. <laughs> and then we get to go on tour with Brandy Clark as Sister Strings as the opening act. Yes. Uh, so oh, oh, not just so you're opening for Brandy. Oh, you're we're not... opening for Brandy Clark. Yes. Yeah, so oh my God. Beyond excited for oh. these things coming up. I'm like, the year looks too good to be true. The yeah. year is panning out to be something <laughs> crazy, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> you guys deserve it. My God, that's just fantastic. Well, I'll be able to say, you know, in 10 years time when you're winning your own Grammys, like, at oh, <laughs> <that> once. <laughs> we receive that. <laughs> we do receive. <laughs> wow, well done, girls. Well done. I mean, that's just something to be so proud of and you're giving so much to us that's the part that you know i want to say thank you for oh man we receive so much so much love from this like group of, of humans that is going on yeah i like people usually talk about the horrors of the internet especially when you start to have any type of platform right and it's like falling into the lap of spoiledness to fall into bramily because yes. it's like nothing but like encouragement <laughs> like like kind words and comments right? i'm like dang i'm so glad i don't have to go through this internet hazing <laughs> not a wood right now yeah, there's always more time, right? Life. Yeah. I'm touching you. You guys are safe. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. So, is there anything that you want to share? Are there any stories that, like, you're thinking, "Oh God, the Bramley would love to hear this." Oh gosh, I'm sure there's so many. Yeah, I'm I'm put you on the spot there. Sorry. 
<laughs> it was really fun for our, our Dan hasn't met Brandy yet. He's, oh no. Nope. No, but I think they'll they'll meet they'll meet in September at the Americano Awards. Um so that'll be fun. But mom and Brandy are buddies, and I think that's just so adorable. <laughs> you know, it's so interesting. You know, I've been I've been following her for over 20 years. So to see the the sort of trajectory of where she is now versus where she was is just it's an amazing thing. Yeah. And you guys have been able to just be part of this, like this star that has just arrived. Like with the, it's not a star, it's a whole galaxy. Yeah, for sure. It's it's really nuts. Cause I was like, when we first started touring with Brandy, I wasn't like I knew her name and especially just like, you know, just the circuit. Obviously, she was famous. So that's all I knew, but I wasn't like really listening to her music at all like that. So I wasn't as familiar. Um, with all these things or how she was touring or anything like that. I just thought she was like super duper famous because everybody I knew knew her, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, so uh, but she was like telling us, she was like, this is like the first time we're touring like this, like headlining arenas, you know, and doing all these things. And I've just been so encouraged and like inspired, like as a young artist, yeah. like watching her and like knowing the long long history and career she's had of like building her fan base and a whole community that is so beautiful and incredible and to see it just like boom like be now yeah, the work her, like, her work ethic is nuts like yeah. she was talking with shooter jennings the other day about it he was like dude like i've seen a lot of folks like get to the spot and then be like ah now i can you know like relax not brandy like she's like just like on it. I'm like, into turbo boost yeah, yeah. Like, but why still like, having so much fun doing it like that's incredible yeah that's yeah. so incredible because you meet so many bitter tired mean people <laughs> yeah. and that is like the antithesis of what brandy yes. is you know it's amazing yes. there's nothing worse than somebody who has wanted something their whole life and then when they get it they're like Ugh. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Like the yeah. She's, like she's the opposite of that. Yeah. yeah yeah and i'm like that's totally what we strive for i mean mm -hmm. it's like work 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 and and have just as much fun as you work you know because yeah. you have yeah. to well something I mean, that's why you guys bring fun no matter where you go <laughs> <laughs> it's like medicine yeah. <laughs> oh well it's 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 such a pleasure for us like to have you there because you know you add so much fun to the equation so much beauty so much again this vibration this element of lifting you know oh. so when you sit in the audience and you're a part of that it really it's like you kind of get pulled out of your seat you almost get pulled mm -hmm. towards the audience it's like a it's not it's it's not grounding it's elevating i don't know how to, Ooh, how to explain no. i love that i love how you talk you, <laughs> yeah it's <that's> beautiful <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you. receiving all of that thank you so much well you can feel i mean it That's yeah. Oh, yeah so what what music do you guys listen to i know you were raised with with the classical but are there any like up-and-coming artists that you can plug right now that that those of us who love music would be like oh brilliant i want to go listen to somebody new Oh, you guys, this is not a new artist by any means, but I'm, I'm, I'm in my Jonas Brothers era. Oh. <laughs> they're, they're new I was not expecting that. <laughs> the new lie. album is so fire. It's, it's, uh, it's so good. But who else have I been listening to? Samara Joy. Oh, oh my God. Love and adore her. Okay. She's like on oh, my dream list of artists to work with. I'm like, okay, oh. let's put that out into the universe. Yeah. Come yes. on, Samara. <laughs> She's so incredible. 
a friend of ours who's a Nashville musician, and she we also met playing in Allison Russell's band. Meg McCormick is her name. Megan McCormick. I don't know her at all. Okay, well, oh, she's oh my goodness, she's a fucking powerhouse. Okay, though. powerhouse. Meg McCormick her. out of Nashville. Okay, she, let me pull up her newest single with the name of it because it just came out like a couple days ago and i've been vibing and i know she's got more music coming out this year so um, an incredible an incredible musician um singer producer badass oh and she's a lesbian too we yes. love lesbians <laughs> <laughs> yes but literally called one moving of away ones. that's what it's called moving, moving away by megan mccormick Megan one of the most incredible musicians to exist <laughs> True. okay all right there we oh, go That's... also our friend just nolan so i think that she just dropped something i think it was released today oh yeah wait 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 i've just got megan who's the other one just nolan jess j-e-s-s j-e-s-s nolan okay gotcha. um and I, I think it's a single but uh, it's emergency landing and I'm pretty sure that just dropped today. Also, yeah. incredible talent. Like, oh my. These people have been in the scene for years and years and years. I've played with some of literally everyone else. And like now it's like releasing yeah, their met, stuff. Which we, met Jess, we met Jess playing with, uh, she was playing with Katie Pruitt. Katie Pruitt. The mm-hmm. They're like best buds. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Jess that is incredible. She plays with, <laughs> yeah, she plays with Jenny Lewis right now. Both of these ladies are in Jenny Lewis's band. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got yeah. some new listening. Thank you. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is so much great. That's what I love about Nashville is like in, within every band is a wormhole to go down because oh, everybody goodness. in their own right is an incredible producer, writer, arranger, like singer. Yeah. Music oh, is like, it's not, yeah, so <laughs> much good music. So are you both living in Nashville now? Yes, we do. We live like four minutes away from each other. It was uh, four blocks, but Chauncey moved to a new house. Yeah. <laughs> and it couldn't that. be more than 10 minutes away. So I, don't know. <laughs> I was like telling Monique my list of like places that I was looking for because I moved in March looking over like the winter and stuff. And she's like, my own, I was like, yeah, I have to have a bathtub. Like I have to have a yard for cello. Like this is that. Monique's like, and it has to be within five minutes of my house. <laughs> I was like, within five minutes of Monique's house. <laughs> And we found all those things. Found all of those things. Well done. Oh, I'm, I'm jealous. I wish I had a sister. Oh, <laughs> oh. yes. Oh, you two are just such a delight. Oh God. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So much fun. I really appreciate it. And I'll see you out on the road for sure. But I'm going to yes. be listening to all of these people you suggested, and um, I'm obviously going to listen to you guys. Yay! <laughs> Yay. <laughs> awesome. We'll have some new music, but at some point, not we can't it's coming on soon. Yet. Yeah, maybe I'll see you in uh, Mexico. Yeah, Hell yeah. <laughs> and it's all going to be at the other hotel. Yeah, at the other hotel. Yeah, I wonder if the food is any different. Oh, oh no! Oh, she had a but... hard rock in her belly. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I am still looking forward to having the best time ever. I'm like, are you kidding me? Nothing can ruin. Nothing can. Ruin. <laughs> There's literally nothing. That, like people have like diarrhea and poop, and they're like, this is the best weekend. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Sunburns, <laughs> <laughs> mosquitoes, broken legs. Like, yeah. <laughs> And it is the best time ever. Uh, Best time ever. (laughs) 
Well, I suspect any time you guys are around, it's the best time ever. <laughs> well, thank you again. I appreciate it immensely. Blessings to both of you. You're just amazing women. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Love to you. Thank you, sweetheart. Oh, and your gorgeous daughter. Give her a hug for me. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm about to drop her off at her auntie's house. Bye. Much love to you both. Bye. Bye. Well, now you understand what I meant. Those women are exceptional in every way. I really, really enjoyed talking to them and can't wait to be out on the road to see them play. So thank you, Shanti. Thank you, Monique. Um, thank you to Clue. Thank you to everyone who helps. Oh, gosh, thank you, Carly, who's been doing such a great job helping with all of our social media outreach. And obviously, we always say thank you to Brandy and Phil and Tim. And I hope you're all well and having a good summer. And we'll see you out on the road. Bye. Mm -hmm.